Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Hey, and welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, and I'm Frank Mills, and we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, today, Armin and I, we're going to be talking about compounds and triple splits from Vince Garanda himself. And in the second part of the show, we're going to be talking about the benefits of eating mixed nuts. You know, there, there's a lot of people think eating nuts is very fattening and bad for you. Uh, so Armin's got some great information for you there. So, you know, Armin, uh, I, I'm kind of excited to do the show this week, probably a little more so than normal, because it seems like we're kind of back to the master series, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, there's, there's so much good content in there. I figured, you know, I got to highlight some of the little sections in there. And the, there's some good takeaways, in my opinion. But it's kind of impressive how he kind of progresses things through in the master series so yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha a good idea well when i saw compounds and triple splits it sounded like a gymnastic uh event uh, yeah. i'm like no okay no that's not it that's not it so why don't we start by what vince was talking about with compounds so everybody knows okay so like in a nutshell in his vision of compounds is or sets that he's employing several exercises okay so different aspects of the given muscle mm -hmm. for help to maximize uh, the growth as Vince would put it so you're, you're doing several different exercises um again to focus on the muscles but mm -hmm. they're, they're typically uh, compound in nature so you're covering a lot of different area now also Vince referred to this as non-specific program uh, as mm -hmm. a non-specific program uh, but he felt, based on his own experience with it, I guess, as well, that it would, it would improve overall gains at this stage in the Masters Series. So, which I think I think is interesting. I think it's got a lot of merit as well. Hmm. In interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, in regards to, like, sets and reps, what was involved in the program, Armin? So, at this stage, uh, Vince felt like, you know, four sets of eight reps on each muscle worked was mm -hmm. going to be ideal. So, and then he would just put together, you know, the different um, exercises that, that uh, combine with that. But yeah, it was okay. kept it short, four sets of eight reps. Uh, now, he also suggested that um, you set up all your training equipment in advance because he wanted you to do a really good, fast pace. And he didn't mm -hmm. want you to slow down because he wants you to maintain that pump. That he felt was pretty vital um so you know when you're doing it you didn't want you to take any breaks at all so if you had everything lined up and it's a you know busy gym then you know he would say okay go to a similar exercise but don't don't stop so it's pretty important to him on that you know that's something i was going to ask you because if you're training at home or if you have your own personal gym or you know it's a slower pace gym it seems like it'd be easier to do that. But what happens if you are in a busy gym, like what you just mentioned? So like in my situation, typically what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to survey the gym to see how many people are in it. Okay. And then 
sometimes what I'll do is I'll like I wear a, a hat or because I don't you know, when I get up, I just go train. I'm not taking a shower or anything. So I'll wear mm-hmm. a hat or a visor. And then I'll, what I'll do is I'll put a piece of it, put that on a piece of equipment so that people know, hey, it's being used because I'm going to be done pretty quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll put some on there to kind of, and I, if you have a training partner, it helps out because, you know, they can kind of keep an eye uh, on as you're going through, then you would keep an eye as they're going through because you do take okay. a break after you get, get through your round of sets. So that's another way you can do it. Um, so you have to kind of get strategic with it, but yeah. Um, and then worst case, if somebody did happen to get on there instead of getting in an argument and all that, because that's just going to delay it, then you definitely want to have a, a backup of some type in your mind that you would go to in the event it's busy. And sometimes that may need three backups, depending how busy the gym is. So that mm-hmm. is one of the challenges with you know more advanced training is being able to, to use the equipment to really add the intensity in by taking short breaks and then moving from one to the other. It is a challenge, but it can be done. I've done it myself. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So what about different muscle groups? Was there a type of a training split to kind of break things up? Yeah. So at this stage, Vince called it the triple split. Um, Okay. Before, before the other programs, it was like an upper body, lower body kind of thing. But now he's starting to break things out further to work on, again, shaping the muscles uh, more effectively. <clears throat> hmm. All right. So, so Armin, how does the actual uh, term triple split work so that we know? Yeah, that's a good question. So, uh, so Vince broke out the muscle groups in the triple split. So you would train in, at this stage of the program, mm-hmm. you would train your lats, your pecs, and then your delts on one day. Now, that's a lot of large muscle groups to train on one day. So I was like, wow. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the next day you train your arms. So I think he had a little bit of focus on getting his arm development. And then that would be followed by leg day on the third day. Now, I would probably do it a little differently. I would probably do, if I'm going to do this at all, I'd do lats, pecs, delts. But then the second day I would do legs to get a little recovery and then do my arms. And I'm sure yeah. he had a reason, reasoning for doing that. But for me, uh, you know, when you're doing your, your lats, pecs, and belts, you're getting some arm work already. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's right, just trying right. to finish the arms off. Um, but that's, again, there's different ways you can do these triple splits, but that's what he, he suggested at this point with the program. And then based on this, it, in his vision, it allowed 72 hours for each muscle uh, group to felt, get recovered, which he felt was optimal. And there's always debate back and forth on that. But you got to remember with Vince, right. he, didn't, he didn't use a ton of different exercises. So he worked really hard with a limited amount of exercises, which he felt would get the job done. Mm-hmm. So it was probably pretty accurate for him at that time that 72 hours would work pretty well. Um, because if you're doing a lot more sets and other movements, uh, personally, from my, my experience, that 72 hours isn't probably enough for that whole muscle to be totally recovered if you're really hitting it hard with right. other, the new, the, with other strategies. So, but there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you mentioned that Vince worked really hard and that perked my curiosity to intensity because if you're working all these different groups all at one time, you mentioned the recovery, all that. What about intensity, Armin? Um, how exactly would that work in this? 
Vince was pretty savvy on intensity. He was always looking for other ways to, you know, make things harder, to mm-hmm. make it more difficult. So at this part of the program, then he would, you know, he really focused on the entire movement. Okay. Uh, you know, really feel the muscle contract and then even recommended as you get to the fatigue point, that's when you'd even do partial or what you call quarter, quarter movements to, to mm-hmm. get muscle failure. So you're doing not full range, but you're doing, you're doing as many partials as you can until you just can't move the weight. And that's, and that's, that's always good when, you, when you're going to go to muscular failure and it, it, it works well, in my opinion, I've done it for, for years. And I still do it today. Okay. So, but the for, the focus is make sure you're doing good form and then just finish off with the partial or quarter movements, as you put it. Um, and basically he, mindset was treat this as if it was your only set it was his suggestion on the mindset so Hmm. um well that kind of leads me to another question you know since this was such an intense program what about adding weight i mean is this something you got to be really cautious with (laughs) yeah uh well that's um he would recommend adding weight only until after you've done your three work after you've done like three workouts of that okay. same situation uh because he felt like that would uh, help with the um you know making sure you're not you're ready for the next increase so you wanted to have as much mm-hmm. quality going on as you're doing your four sets of eight reps using great form and because in, in all honesty, on his uh, chart, he would say, you know, not everybody's going to get through it all, mm-hmm. so, which which could have been the case as well. So he's saying, don't add the weight until you're getting through it and then be prepared to, to bump it up another level. So because he didn't want your form getting sloppier either. He wanted to make sure you're progressively adding that weight once you've really mastered what you're doing before that. Gotcha. Hmm. I am kind of. uh Kind of curious. I mean, gosh, this seems like a pretty intense program, but exactly mm, what, what, what um, in regards to exercises, did did he have a certain amount of exercises that he combined in his plan, Armin? Well, for this particular strategy, yes, he, he had key exercises he wanted, but it doesn't necessarily mean you couldn't use other ones. But the ones that he uh-huh. had suggested would be like for your back day, you're going to do an arched back short pull as one and then the then you combine that with an overhead pull down so that would okay. be your back workout so basically you're doing four sets total for your back so that's two sets of eight on the back mm-hmm. short pull and two two sets of eight on the overhead pull down that would be how i would interpret how i would have interpreted it okay then okay. chest chest did you uh, barbell neck press and then dumbbell flat fly and then after that this is on day one and, okay. Uh, okay. Next would be the shoulders. So you do front and back press, which, you know, he was known for that uh, being a unique press movement using a barbell and then 90 degree lateral raises. So that was for uh, day one. So on day two, you had mentioned he decided to go to arms on day two. Is that right? Yeah. So the exercises he suggested for triceps because he had to start with triceps which makes mm-hmm. sense as it's larger muscle so he'd have you do the lying dumbbell extensions and then power push downs is what he, these are what he called them in the master series and then on your biceps he'd have you do dumbbell incline curls um mm-hmm. you curl to the armpit so you're leaning back just curling right to the armpit to flex that bicep and then 
bent over peaking barbell curl. So, and you know, these are things that we can't demonstrate in the video because we just don't have the capacity, but you right, can look them right. up. But that, that's a, those are good exercises. But then he also had forearms. And he, he did a lot of stuff for forearms, which, you know, a lot of people don't even train those. But for forearms, you do incline right. dumbbell wrist curls. And then on top of that, you do a, a, a thumb up wrist curl uh, with mm-hmm. barbell as well. So that would take care of day two for the arms that what he had prescribed. <laughs> wow. That, that does seem like a lot. Um, so on day oh, yeah. three, he went to legs then? Yeah, so for there, he did the, uh, for the quads, he would do hack squats and then power leg extensions. And then after that, it was calves with the 30-degree toe raise and the leg press toe raises with the calves. And then his hamstring movement would basically be hyperextensions with weight. They didn't have, in his day, they didn't have a lot of leg curl equipment. So that was kind mm-hmm. of, a, you know, an area that didn't get as much attention. You know, this day and age, they have a ton of equipment for that. So, you know, obviously you would, we want to plug something in there um, for your quad that your leg day anyways. So you want mm-hmm. that hamstring really well help bring out the full development of the hamstring. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Okay. So I'm sure a lot of people are wondering how long do you do this routine for? Is this a short term thing or, you know, exactly how long can you do this? Well, that's a good question. And I would say that there's no perfect answer to this. Uh, but mm-hmm. my, my guess would be, and typically would, which would make sense is like 12 to 16 weeks. So three or four months, you'd be focusing on this. Um, and then depending on how you responded. Okay. Okay. So if you started to, you know, flatline and not make as good of gains, then you want to probably consider changing things up and going to a different routine. But if it was still working, then you still want to keep going, especially if your strength continues to improve. So that's the thing with training. You got to kind of read your body, read how you're adapting to things. Um, and then once you start to level out a little bit, which does happen with a lot of routines, mm-hmm. you move on to a different combination and that does change it up. And that's what I do for myself as well. So, Well, it seems like uh, with all the information that we have covered in the Master Series up to now and even today, he seems to have an answer for everything. I mean, Vince really knew what the heck was going on, didn't he? Well, again, you got you're dealing with a guy that had to get Hollywood stars in shape really quickly. He mm-hmm. worked with, you know, Mr. Olympia competitors and yeah, a lot of a lot of great athletes came out of his gym. So yeah, and he was always experimenting on himself anyways to make sure he's giving good value to his clients because he's really, you know, he's a proud, smart man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he was kind of like a mad scientist, so to speak, uh, with coming up with strategies (laughs) well as we wrap up in the segment here any final thoughts armin so if you're going to do this which you know nothing wrong with that i think it's a good change up uh i'll be sure to change up the exercises though over time so that you're you know you're going to get a complete development so in other words like on chest you know he does the barbell uh chest press to the neck and then he does mm-hmm. flat dumbbell flies well then maybe you know another time after you get good at that maybe you substitute the dumbbell presses with incline flies so that you're mm-hmm. working the upper chest and you're kind of switching things out which will kind of keep it fresh so i right. think that'd be one thing i would make a suggestion on um but other than that you know is as you're keeping it fresh and things are working um you then you know you're making progress but i just like putting other exercises in there 
because I mm-hmm. can kind of challenge myself with, you know, how I'm doing. But again, if you're tracking everything and you want to measure in your progress, then you want to kind of stick with the same thing, but then, uh, then switch it out at that point and then see how that works for you. So, gotcha. hmm. you know, other than that, um, you know, I would continue again, focus on mastering these routines as best you can, because you'll, that's where you're going to learn a lot of stuff just by mastering them. And you're going to know how things are responding. So compounds and triple splits, a part of the master series by Vince Garanda. Now, is this information and this workout available on nspnutrition.com, Armin? Yeah, well, you can get the master series uh, from nspnutrition.com if, if you like to start digging into it. Um, awesome. Yeah, be the okay. best place to go, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, a lot of great information. As usual, we, we appreciate it very much. Uh, we're going to head to... Our little commercial break, you'll be hearing a brief word from NSP Nutrition. And when we come back, we'll be talking about mixed nuts. So stand by and Armin and I will be right back. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelberger. And I'm Frank Mills. And thank you again for watching the show or listening to the show today. Uh, Armin and I, before we get into the benefits of mixed nuts, you know, Armin, and I, I was actually thinking the other day as I was taking my NSP multivitamin, uh, how much of a difference I have felt since I started wow. taking a multivitamin. You know, I was a guy that worked around a lot of people at one time, used to get sick five, six, or seven times a year. And when I got sick, I would go down for the count. I'd be sick for a week or two every single time, you know. Uh, Since I started taking my supplements and this NSP Nutrition multivitamin, I have not been sick now for three years. No cold, no COVID, no flu, no nothing. Uh, it's probably the best multivitamin I've ever taken. What do you think about it? Well, I gotta tell you, I've, I've tried a lot of multivitamins. I mean, I've tried the hundred dollar multivitamins, you know, all over the place. And for the money, you know, these are just as good. I felt the same taking this versus the, the hundred dollar multivitamins. So, mm-hmm. uh, to me, the best thing to do is, you know, read your body. Uh, but you don't need to spend that amount of money on vitamins if you want to get this benefit. So I think it's really a, a good value for the dollar. I mean, mm-hmm. they last, you know, they, they get the job done, you notice it, and I, you know, they work. So that's just my take. Well, I, I've heard a lot of people say, well, boy, they're really big. Well, they they are a uh, larger type of a supplement. But the thing that I found is when I'm eating breakfast, I pop one in and as I'm eating, take them. And I don't have half the problem as if I was just going to take them, you know, after I ate or something like that. It's a little easier that way. And uh, it probably won't be that big of a deal. I think a lot of, of, uh, you know, the issues of taking a large supplement is more mental than physical because a lot of times when you're eating, your bites and amounts are larger than any kind of um, actual supplement that you would take, right? Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So... Anyway, I encourage you guys to get on to nspnutrition.com. If you're looking for a good multivitamin, 
get the Mega One, give it a shot. It absolutely mm-hmm. is fantastic. So, yep. uh, all right. So let's get into the benefits of eating mixed nuts. You know, there's a lot of individuals thinking that eating nuts, whatever kind of nut it is, oh, they're fattening. Oh, you can't eat too much. Oh, you've got to be really careful, right? It, it, it's got that information out there. So I was kind of curious, Armin, is this where you got this topic from on the benefits of it? Well, for me, I, you know, I eat them all the time anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it'd be a good idea to go over, you know, what people don't realize about eating mixed nuts, but yeah, there's a lot of overstatement. Now, if you eat a lot of carbs and you eat mixed nuts, well, that's pro that's carbs and fats being combined. I don't, I don't recommend that. So right, I'm carb, right. I carb cycle. So <clears throat> I'm having protein and fat. So mixed nuts are good, a good additive to that based mm-hmm. on my own personal experience. So that's kind of what I thought, well, let's just talk a little bit about it. Right. Right. Okay. So why don't you define to everybody what mixed nuts mean? Because, you know, there, there's a lot of different mixed nuts and people could think it's just anything thrown in there. So why don't you define that for us? Yeah, good point. Um, so like in my definition would be, um, it's going to be different than what the other people think. Okay. okay. So I'm talking about combination of nut, all the nut, different nuts, except for peanuts. Okay. And there peanuts are not really a nut, they're a root. So that's the thing here. Um, so when I'm saying mixed nuts, it's a totally different story. So another way to say it would be deluxe mixed nuts, which basically means there are no peanuts in that combination. So, <laughs> okay. So a, a lot of people are going to hear this and go, okay, Armin's anti-peanut, but why don't you explain a little bit more about your thoughts on the peanut itself? All right. Good point. Uh, and I, I'm kind of anti-peanut after, uh, <laughs> You know, reading a lot of stuff and, and use, you know, I like peanuts. I mean, I like peanut butter too. I mean, I'm no different yeah. than anybody else. But at the same time, what people don't realize is peanuts are high in omega 6 and omega 9 oils. And these tend to cause inflammation over time. And mm. so if you're somebody that's struggling with joint issues and you're eating a lot of peanut butter or peanuts, uh, you need to take, the, I would recommend you take that out of your, your menu because it's gotcha. not helping. Okay. The other thing is, is, you know, everybody talks about the source of protein that you get from mixed nuts and also mm-hmm. peanuts. They act like it's an excellent protein source. And it's not, you know, peanuts are like 1.8 on the uh, protein efficiency ratio scale. And that's, that's worse than soybeans. So don't be falling for this trap about, oh yeah, it's high in protein. You know, that's what mm-hmm. you see on the media, all the time in protein. They, everything they talk about time protein. But it's shitty protein. Probably get shot for saying that, but that's just being point blank. <laughs> it's not it's not good protein. Okay. So right. Don't kid yourself. Oh, I'm getting all these grams of protein. Uh, and the other thing is, is peanuts tend to be a heavily polluted food source because of how they process them and handle them. So that's why you've had right. you know, you had different issues a few years back where people were getting really sick because of, you know, all the things that were happening with how they were mm-hmm. handling the peanuts. So just another thing to keep in mind. But I, you know, I like peanuts, I like peanut butter. I just, I'm, you know, you're gonna have to do it pretty sparingly, in my opinion, 
uh, mm-hmm. as a treat would be how I approach it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, that's why there's a lot of options out there for peanut butter. You've got almond butter, right? So yeah. there, there are options out there. I, I am kind of curious on the mixed nuts that you prefer that you think are, I don't know, maybe the better ones to eat. Well, good question. Uh, like, I like Brazil nuts. They're high in selenium, so that helps with testosterone production. You got mm-hmm. almonds, which have good omega-3 in them. Walnuts are you know, really good vitamins in walnuts. You got macadamia nuts, a lot of good features to those. Cashews, who doesn't like cashews? Uh, hazelnuts, pecans, etc. So, you know, those are the kind that I like to see, um, you know, uh, in, in a container to work off of because they, they tend to eat. When you eat them, they mix well, taste mm-hmm. good. Uh, I have very little digestive problem with them. You know, I I have to bring this up because a lot of people believe that macadamia nuts are like the worst of the group, right? I mean, we hear a lot of bad stuff about how fattening they are and how 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 you can't eat a lot of those, right? I mean, I've heard that all over the place. Well, this is the saturated fat people that you know that's all bad for you, but you know at the end of the day you got a lot of fiber in these nuts. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you mix some macadamia nuts in it with the other, you, you know, how, how big of a spread is it on, on saturated fat that you're getting? And I've got mm-hmm. a couple stats we'll touch on regarding that, but yeah, I mean, it's like everything else. You got to keep everything in moderation. And if you're eating all, you know, half a can of macadamia nuts or a can of macadamia nuts, well, that's not mixed nuts to begin with, okay? Right, right. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of this stuff's overstated. It just depends on how your nutrition is. Now, if your nutrition's horrible and you're eating everything that's around and you're throwing that in there, well, maybe it is a problem, you know? Right. For the people, the experts who want to, you know, throw it under the bus, but they're good for you. Absolutely. Like hmm. They are good for you. We need some saturated fat, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. Um, how often do you eat mixed nuts, Armin? Well, for me, I have them typically four to five days a week. Um, wow. Okay. Which, which I'm sure some people are like going, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, it was surprising. Okay. But what, the way I have them, <clears throat> I have them after I have lunch because I have I like to have them earlier in the day because they do have fat in them, but I use it for energy source. And again, you have a lot of fiber. So you stay full, you stay satiated for quite some time hmm. after having, you know, after having eating some nuts. And it doesn't have to be a lot, but I, I find it really works well. And that fiber is good for you. So at the end of the meal, uh, you got you got the benefits of it and I'm full. So that's how I like to use them. Now, I'll throw a little trick in there. Uh, if you want, throw some dark chocolate in there and it tastes wow. even better. And again, you, you, it's low carb. So you, you, know, you get some antioxidants from the dark chocolate. Again, make sure it's quality dark chocolate. And they even make some different uh, products that have mixed nuts in them with dark chocolate. Tastes great. So that's another thing you can do. Again, just to kind of change it up, give you a little bit, a little bit of a treat, so to speak, mm-hmm. after you have, having your lunch. So that's, that's why I do it four or five days a week. So. All right. So what about the folks that are the calorie counters? They're worried about the high calorie content, you know, uh, do you have some answers for them? Okay, so yeah, they're, they're higher calorie because they have more fat. Okay, but when you're eating a low carb diet, if you start doing the math on that, you're not getting as many calories anyways. Okay, and 
at the end of the day, there's a, you know, there's a lot of fiber to help offset what gets absorbed. Mm-hmm. And that's what fiber is supposed to do. So it, it's, it's kind of overstated. So if you're tracking calories, you're going to find that if you're just having some proteins, fat and some nuts, that calorie content is only going to be so high and they fill you up pretty quickly. I mean, once you start having a few nuts, you get filled up pretty quick, especially if you already ate some food. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of, I think it's being overstated, but just kind of give you an idea, you know, one serving of mixed nuts is typically 11 grams of total carbohydrates. So that's 11 net carbs overall. So again, mm-hmm. not a lot. You get 59 grams of fat. Oh my God, fat. And then 17 grams of different types of protein. You know, nothing's going to vary on the protein efficiency ratio, which equates to 628 calories. So, oh my God, 628 calories. So, but, you know, if you're training, you're working out hard, you're going to need the energy anyways, but you can always cut it back half the serving, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're concerned about the calorie content so yeah, i'm just i don't get till i don't get too caught up in that <laughs> okay well you just mentioned protein efficiency uh what about yeah. protein efficiency all right that's a good question the uh the pistachios are really the the complete protein that you can get from a nut versus other nuts so mm-hmm. and that's why it's good to combine them with other nuts because the other nuts aren't complete proteins, but so like when you mix, I mean, you know, the proteins with other proteins, you're going to get a complete amino acid profile in most cases. It's the same like with vegan. If you have rice and beans, you're getting the mean, they're not complete proteins, but if they're ate together, they'll create a complete protein. And that's the benefits of having mixed nuts as well, is you're going to get a good complete protein profile. It's not going to be a lot but it's going to be more quality. So I think that's Mm -hmm. what people need to understand. (laughs) Well, I guess another question I had is about the ratio of the mixed nuts. Is there a select amount that you put like, okay, two Brazil nuts, eight macadamia nuts, four almonds? I mean, is there any, or do you just kind of mix them up and you get what you get? Well, I I buy them already pre-mixed. And so, you know, you're going to get it based on, money okay so they're gonna put gotcha. some, they're gonna have always gonna have more almonds in there always gonna have a few more cashews in there because those are easier less expensive right and then right sprinkle in the, the the higher end nuts like some brazil nuts they won't put a lot in there but they'll put some and then pistachios will put some of those in there so it, it it's kind of a mix of uh what brand you're buying and then your budget gotcha and then gotcha. now one other thing i do want to say is when you buy mixed nuts though Avoid the, the cheaper ones because they have soy or vegetable oil added to them. That ain't that's not helping you. You want all pure nuts, okay? You don't want a bunch of oils added in. And I, right. That, that brings up the price, but that's better for you. So don't be buying the cheaper brands that provide the mixed nuts, but then they got this soybean oil and uh, different uh, vegetable oils and stuff added right. into it because that's not really helping. So just a quick tip on that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we've talked a lot about mixed nuts here. Let's talk about the benefits of eating them. You know, you've talked about a lot of different things, but there's a lot of quality reasons why you should eat mixed nuts, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, here's the thing. It's a very nutritiously rich, dense food. And that's, that's always good when you're training, you need, you need the energy, you need to have that 
source of energy to get things done, okay? And so nuts contain a lot of the, the minerals and vitamins that your body needs. So that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're also a main source of omega-3 fatty acids, which is always a good thing. Uh, and the health benefits are, if you can look them up, there's all kinds. I mean, it helps reduce arthritis. It helps through rheumatoid arthritis, especially, and it helps protect against Alzheimer's and dementia. So it's good for brain circulation. Uh, mm -hmm. One study found that eating nuts on a regular basis helps to strengthen the brainwave frequencies associated with cognition, uh, healing, uh, learning, which mm -hmm. that's good. And then memory and other you know, different uh, key brain functions. So it does help the brain function. Well, that's why I also like to have lunch because you know as you get later today things aren't always functioning as well as you you were hoping for so i feel like it helps right up a little bit more so that's another reason and then almonds i mean they're just they have improved memory pistachio uh they're you know, pre preserve fatty acids um so this helps and this whole combination helps to reduce inflammation inflammation is not a good thing you want to keep that to the bare minimum Mm -hmm. and macadamia macadamia nuts also contribute to good normal brain function even though they get kind of thrown under the bus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that's that's a lot of good information and i guess that when i started thinking about this you know a lot of people talk about the fats and, and yeah, I, I was kind of yeah. curious you know what about the fats since they're high in calories well, if you do a little research, you know, most of the nuts are monosaturated fats, so they can break mm -hmm. down pretty easily. You know, macadamia nuts are the ones that have the saturated fat, and then pecans have some saturated fat, and then hazelnuts have a little bit of saturated fat. Again, I think we're splitting hairs here on you mm -hmm. know, saturated fat you're really taking in. And it, again, it's, it's a nut source. You know, coconut has some saturated fat, okay? But at the end of the day, you know, how much of that are you really eating every single day? I mean, I just don't get it, but they think right, it's a bad thing. Right. Uh, so, and the bottom line is, even though it's high in calorie and high in saturated, you're going to get filled up pretty quickly. That helps to minimize. I mean, if your leptin and ghrelin hormones are working right, especially your leptin, it's going to say you're full. You're not going to want anymore. And I can tell you, personally, right. you're going to be satiated for quite a number of hours. And I don't even have to worry about eating anything. So if you've got a kind of a job where you can't eat for four or five hours, that's a great way to help uh, buffer for that, in my opinion. Mixed nuts. Okay. Well, as we are wrapping up here, you know, you've offered a lot of great information and educated everybody on why it's okay to eat them, why you should eat them. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Again, the, when you're eating the mixed nuts, I mean, you got fat, which is quality fats. Okay. You got fiber. And that's always a good thing. Uh, and then don't don't use them so much for protein. You're not going to get a ton mm -hmm. of uh, quality protein here. You're going to get some. That's fine. That's why I have them for lunch. I have a protein meal and then follow up with that. So it kind of gives me a little bit more fat in, in the meal, again, to keep my energy up. So uh, you'll stay more satiated, like I talked about before. Uh, and that's a good thing. Uh, and then you'll have good, sustainable energy levels. And I found this to be why I like to do it along with being more alert uh, brain function-wise. I just think it's a, it's a great win-win. And again, maybe just do it two or three times a week or whatever, whatever suits you. But And they aren't, they aren't cheap, so you got to work on your budget depending on how you're buying them. But mm -hmm. uh, I like them because it really rounds out my nutrition, in my opinion. And then the clients I work with, I, I suggest it for them. 
Well, the way I like to eat them is I like to crack them myself and do the work. Uh, I think you'll find you won't eat as many and you'll enjoy them more if you have to do the work to get to them. I, I don't know. That's the way I feel about it. But, uh, I, you know, so I'm glad to hear that there's a lot of good benefits of it. And, uh, you know, Armin, you always come up with great content for these shows. Very informative, very thorough. Uh, but we also have to lean on our audience a little bit sometimes for, you know, some topics yeah. Or, yeah. or things like that. We appreciate when we get that, don't we? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you guys got some other different ideas or things you're concerned about, you know, post it down there and I'll get on as quickly as I can and see if we can help educate more guys, more people that are thinking maybe the same thing. You know, hey. Absolutely. And, and we do appreciate very much, as does NSP Nutrition, you watching the f- show or following the show on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. We, we really appreciate it. Arm and I enjoy doing this. We've been doing it for a couple of years now, not just for NSP, but for our other podcasts that we were doing for quite a while. Frank Mills, reality fitness. Hey, I throw that in there if you want to check that out, but you know, we, we in, in enjoy doing this. We like bringing the information to you. If we can impact one person, so you can be healthier, happier, uh, increase your workout, you know, whatever we can do, that's what we like to do. That's why we do oh, this, yeah. right, Armin? Yes, sir. I mean, it's, it's again, to add value to help people. And then you get more out of life that way too. So, and we're doing, doing things we feel are in your best interest that'll help you get more out of what you're doing. Yep. Absolutely. So if you do have, a topic you'd like us to cover. If you have a comment, a suggestion, just overall feedback, you can do that on YouTube in the comment section. Armin, like he just said, takes a look at that. Or you can email NSP Nutrition and we'll get that. The email is support at nspnutrition.com. We'll get that information. And who knows, maybe your topic or suggestion could be in our next show. You never know, right, Armin? Absolutely, All right. Well, listen, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. We definitely appreciate it. And check back next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP Show. Go to NSPNutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSPSHOW at the checkout. Catch you next time.